TGIF Let's Go Neighborhood. Sometimes you just gotta book some fantasy to plan out some wrestling, what you want it to be. This is By the Book. Come take a look. By the Book. Well, technically, you'll hear it. DC's just a fan laying out his plan. By the Book. To get you in the spirit. This is by the book. So hey, neighborhood, if you're feeling low, DC will save you with this podcast show. This is by the book. By the book. Shooby doo wop, wada. Yeah. Welcome back to by the book. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. We are cruising here on episode 56 of the Corona Cup, a.k.a. the Tournament of Nerdiness. The Tournament, I think I said. Uh, can you believe it? We are, we are cruising down, down, down uh, the road to finally get a winner of this darn thing. We started in March. It's now November. It's been almost eight months that I've been doing this tournament, and it's still going. Uh, I'd like to thank you for paying attention. I'd like to thank myself for actually having the commitment to try to see this through. Uh, now I just got to finish. We're in what I'm calling the Constellation 128. These are the wrestlers who would be between number the top six from 65th to 192, I believe, uh, of the all-time greats, all-time my favorites. Uh, although, again, I'm looking at Taguchi's name. Clearly, there was a slight flaw in the plan. Or perhaps that's just the beauty of a random bracket. Maybe that's what that is. Uh, but either way, in the last episode that you heard last week, we recorded uh, the Constellation constellation round. Like we were doing the loser's bracket for these eight pages of tournament. So we have to do the winner's bracket. Um, I have just sent Jeremy uh, via Twitter a DM um, the matchups for page one because they are ridiculous. This would be... Uh, a WrestleMania main event without question. Just, you know, these final four matches would tear the roof off any any place. As Jeremy puts it, it'd be a main event anywhere in the country. Uh, I've asked him to send winners. We'll see if he responds. He's a busy man. Uh, but I'm going to pick my winners, and then he can chime in with his winners, and we can compare notes. Um, so let's begin. Yes, let's. Uh, the first matchup is the Junkyard Dog versus Scott Hall. I mean, come on. JYD versus Scott Hall, that's a great match. That's a fabulous match. That'd be a great AWA match. That'd be a great WCW match. Even if Scott Hall was the diamond stud at the time. Um, I'm giving the win to Scott Hall. That's just me. I wasn't watching JYD when he was the biggest name in Georgia, Florida, Mid-South. Whatever promotions he was in, he, you know. He was, I was not when I was watching. So I missed all that. Uh, someday I'll catch up. Uh, so JYD, again, now the, the, the first match here on the top of the bracket goes down. So JYD is still alive in this tournament. He will drop down to the last consolation matchup. Uh, and so his, his road doesn't get any easier because uh, he's taken on Umaga, which would be a great match. Junkyard Dog versus Umaga. Uh, but Scott Hall advances. And then we have Magnum TA versus William Regal. 
again, uh, this Jeremy's bracket obviously is going to look different than mine. He might have, he might pick differently on both of these than I. Uh, I <clears throat> would bet dollars to donuts, as the saying goes, uh, that he's going to give Magnum the win over Regal. And you know, you know who, who you're talking to. Uh, I got to give it to Regal, but again, it's William Regal, who was more of a, you know, uh, an, an official. Uh, you know, he wrestled. Yes, he certainly did wrestle, but I missed a lot of that. So my love is always going to be for Lord Stephen Regal with a small amount of love for the real man, man. Um, but William Regal is going to beat Magnum TA in my book. And this is, I suppose this should be called by my book, not by the book. Uh, Magnum will go wrestle the real world's champion, Nick Aldis. So, Jeremy, if you're upset that I gave Regal the win, at least you're going to get Magnum versus Nick Aldis. That's got to that's gotta mean something, right? Right? I hope so. Uh, we, we continue with these murderer's row of great matches. Arn Anderson versus Tracy Smothers. What a contest. What an excellent match. I think we probably are all going to agree that Arn Anderson gets the win, but Tracy Smothers... Certainly no slouch. Have a whole lot more respect for him now than I did when I began this. I, you know, I lived through the Freddie Joe Floyd era. I think during this tournament, because um, I've watched. I believe in 2020, I watched 96, 97. Do I have my binder? Hold on. I've stopped keeping track because it was stressing me out. But I have records here, my binder. Uh, yep. Nope. 97. So 97. I began. April 14th, my mom's birthday, uh, I started 1997 on the WWE Network, and I watched all of 97, all of 98, and all of 99, plus I'm into 2020 now, or no, 2000 now, uh, during quarantine, or during the COVID era. So it's been, you know, in the last six months, almost exactly, because I'm recording this in mid to late October, um... I watched three full years of WWF plus and WCW and ECW um, plus whatever pay-per-views I, I hadn't seen. So I lived through Freddie Joe Floyd and then I saw him in the FBI and he's great. Uh, and he's going to wrestle Bo Dallas. Sorry. <laughs> that would be a great matchup if it's FBI Tracy Smothers with his dancing versus Bo Ryder. That'd be fun to watch. All right, we haven't heard from Jeremy yet, and again, that is okay. We'll, we'll check in. Uh, the final matchup on this one page, the million-dollar man Ted DiBiase versus Brock Lesnar. I mean, come on. Not real fair to DiBiase, who I love. I, the problem is, if you give it to Brock, he's going to win the whole thing, right? Like, at least this page, right? Um, you know... If, you book, if he's being booked as Brock Lesnar the monster, he's going to destroy everybody. And I love Ted DiBiase. And I don't, I don't even, I missed all of his, you know, era. Uh, to show how woefully behind I am on Piece of Business Podcast, uh, I'm on the episode, I believe it's episode four, where uh, he's going to wrestle Ric Flair, Ted DiBiase. I still got to watch that. I'm, I'm woefully behind. Um, I'll have caught up though, I promise. Do I give it to DiBiase? 
tournament's about finding joy. Who brings me more? Who brought me more joy? Ted DiBiase. Brock Lesnar's brought me a lot of joy. Even though a lot of his stuff was during my lost years, a lot of joy. And his current run, or his most recent run, I got to give it to Lesnar. You know, I, I love Ted DiBiase. And DiBiase's got a good chance to win the whole loser's bracket here. But yeah, I'm giving it to Brock. So DiBiase will take on Terry Bam Bam Gordy. Uh, again, that Gordy versus Lesnar would have been great. If both of them were in their primes, whew, toss fight. Uh, so yeah, the final four in this page. Only one page done. Uh, Scott Hall versus William Regal. Arn Anderson versus Brock Lesnar. Who boy. I haven't really been paying attention. Uh, tried to ignore the other pages. So we'll see if they can match that greatness. Page two. Uh, Tatanka versus Sid Vicious. Well, clearly they can't. Clearly they can't if that's the matchup that we've got. I loved Tatanka as a kid. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but Sid Vicious, I'm giving the win. Sid Vicious, a great character. Nowhere near the quality wrestler we saw on the first page. But Sid Vicious, pretty entertaining. Pretty fun to watch. Uh, Tatanka will go take on Randy Orton in the loser's bracket. Oh, this is this hurts. Minoru Suzuki, my guy. Love that man. Uh, versus The Undertaker. And this is Dead Man Taker, not American Badass Taker. You got to give it to The Undertaker, right? May, you know, I had said Brock might win the whole thing. Well, he might not. We might wind up with Brock Lesnar versus The Undertaker if we stick to these, you know, if Taker wins this page and Brock wins the first page, they're going to wrestle each other. So that that might be a sneak preview of something coming down the pike. You got to give it to Taker. Um, setting up a great matchup with Sid Vicious, rematch of WrestleMania 13, rematch of whenever, who was that, Texas Red? Somebody posted something just the other day on Twitter, which was, I think, the debut of Lord Humongous which is if Sid was dressed like a member of Demolition, except he had a hockey mask on. Um, Minoru Suzuki <laughs> will take on the amazing Red. I'm sorry, Red. You had a good run. You did. You had a great run. Proud of you. Uh, Bradshaw of the Acolytes versus Ricky Steamboat. I like Bradshaw. I was just watching just earlier today. An episode of Raw or SmackDown where the Acolytes go to Tim White's bar, I believe, the Friendly Tap, and start a brawl with the New Age Outlaws. Bradshaw's great, but it's Ricky Steamboat. Come on now. What are we talking about here? Steamboat gets the win. Bradshaw takes on Keith Lee. And again, Hoss fight. That'd be fun. And then our final matchup on this page is Seth Rollins versus Kane. I have to say I've never been a huge Kane guy. Corporate Kane is my favorite Kane. Kane with a mask. Kane is a monster. Meh. Fine. But meh. So I'm giving it to Rollins. We do set up, however, Kane versus Andre the Giant. Another Haas fight. Uh, so final two matchups in this. Well, yeah, the final four. Uh, Sid Vicious versus The Undertaker and Ricky Steamboat versus Seth Rollins. Oh, almost got chills just thinking about that. What a match that could be. All right, page three. Uh, Dominic Dijakovic, a.k.a. T-Bar. T-Bar was not a thing the last time I sat down to record. T-Bar and Retribution were not a thing. 
If so, T-Bar might have won the whole thing, even though I've never watched T-Bar wrestle. That that was something else, those those tweets. Nothing from Jeremy. That's okay. All right. Uh, but Dijakovic is taking on Billy Gunn. Obviously, Billy Gunn's going to win. He's the one, Billy Gunn. Uh, Dijakovic will take on Shane Helms in the next round, or in the loser's bracket. Uh, the Fiend versus Santino. Why does it always come down to this? Wrestle Spooky versus Wrestle Silly. Why do I have to choose? I I tweaked. I did some bracket tweaking in the last episode. I gave. I did not want to hinder gender. I don't think I can do that in this main bracket. I think I got to play this straight. I love the fiend. This whole thing with the fiend is I personally think it's the best work of Bray Wyatt's career. Though I missed his early days, so I could be wrong. But I don't think I am. I think this Fiend thing is amazing. The stuff he's doing with Alexa Bliss. The draft just happened recently to give you a snapshot in time. Gotta make sure I say that every episode. Um, But is it better than the joy I got from all of Santino? Yes, it is. Santino is great. The trombone, the cobra, the mispronunciations of names. But he had some bad stuff, too. Don't get me wrong. He had some, it wasn't all sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. The whole Santina thing, weird. So I'm giving it to The Fiend. But my love for Santina, going to take on Sami Zayn. That'll be a fun match. Santino versus Sami Zayn. All right. Tully Blanchard versus Mike Awesome. While Mike Awesome is awesome, Tully Blanchard is just priceless. So I'm giving it to Tully. Uh, awesome advances to take on our truth. Sadly, actually no, Santino took on our truth in in an earlier round. All right, I was like, hey, we're missing out on a Santino truth matchup, but we've already seen it. So I don't want to don't want to put Santino and our truth in a best of seven series. I don't think anybody needs to see that. And then Tom Pritchard versus Bobby Eaton. Oh. Oh, I'd watch those guys wrestle for 45 minutes. That would be such such a beautiful thing. I, I'll give it to Eaton. Um, but no disrespect meant to Tom Pritchard. And Tom Pritchard will take on the current double champion, Naito. That'd be a fun match. Uh, love Dr. Tom. Should be a Hall of Famer, in my opinion. I think on the last episode I said that Dolph Ziggler should be a Hall of Famer. This episode I'm saying Tom Pritchard should be a Hall of Famer. Uh, so we get here, Billy Gunn versus The Fiend. That would be fun. And, you know, I'd love to see a, um, what was that, Chamber of Horrors match? Or Funhouse? Firefly Funhouse? Whatever it was. I, I want to see a retrospective of Billy Gunn's career. From the smoking guns to Rockabilly, you break out Honky Tonk Man. Oh, that'd be entertaining. Uh, and then Tully Blanchard versus Bobby Eaton. Bobby Eaton. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Great matchups here. You can tell we're at an elite level of talent. And no, it is. I was going to make a joke about a talent that wasn't elite, but so far, I guess the only name I could say that for is Tatanka, and I love Tatanka, so I can't even say it. Speaking of the Haunted Tonga, having a hard time talking today. Didn't get a lot of sleep last night. Did not get a lot of sleep last night. Like, 
two hours, then I was up for a couple hours, and then another two or three hours. Not a lot of sleep. Difficult to talk. Should go back and edit, but I won't. Speaking of the honky-tonk man, he is up in this next bracket, and this is where the wheels fall off, these next two matches. Uh, we were doing great. We had some real elite names, uh, and now it's the honky-tonk man, who I suppose is elite, uh, versus Stevie Richards who might also be elite in some form or fashion. Um, oh, nope, never mind. Turning this off. Thought I heard from Jeremy. It was just the bestie chat. Not the, the bestie chat, just the bestie chat, but it wasn't something that was uh, relevant to our conversation. Honky Tonk Man versus Stevie Richards. For me, I liked Stevie more. When I'm watching the Honky Tonk Man, or when I was watching him from Coliseum video on my the floor of my grandmother's living room, you know, she lived in a trailer, sitting on the floor of her living room watching Coliseum video, uh, Honky Tonk Man, I hated him, which meant he was doing his job right, but I still hated him. So I'm going with Stevie. Honky Tonk Man, taking on the Macho King, battle of great late 80s heels. Uh, Robert Conway, oh, I read this as Gilberg. That's my problem. That's my fault. Again, not a lot of sleep. Uh, Robert Conway, or Rob Conway, great theme song, versus Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert. I thought it was Gilberg. It's Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert, who obviously is going to win. Uh, and we do have some elite names. Uh, Rob Conway dropping down and taking on Damian Sandow. Battle of two guys who at one point had a gimmick that involved sunglasses. Uh, now we get into a fantastic matchup. Christopher Daniels versus Terry Funk. Oh. Wouldn't that be something to watch? You know me. I got to give it to Daniels. Daniels is my guy. The fact that he didn't make it into the top 64 is criminal. Um, and again, like like when I see Taguchi's name, it makes me want to redo this whole thing. Because uh, Daniels, you know, he, he faced really tough competition. He might have even faced Terry Funk um, at one point. Or it was Shawn Michaels and Dusty, maybe. Uh, but I'm giving the win to Daniels. Uh, Terry Funk will take on Brad Armstrong. That'd be fun. And then we've got Al Snow versus, I mentioned it, Dusty Rhodes. Dusty obviously needs to win here, uh, setting up this Al Snow versus the Pope, D'Angelo De Niro. Uh, and we've got Stevie Richards versus uh, Eddie Gilbert and Christopher Daniels versus Dusty Rhodes. I got to give that win to Daniels, right? I do. Like, I got to figure out a way to get Daniels in. Daniels should be in, like, the top ten. The, my love for Christopher Daniels just defies description. Um, it, anyways, it's, it's the, the tournament is what it is. I can't – if I tweak it now, what was the point of spending these 56 episodes? Got to move on. All right, page five. We're halfway home. Uh, Brian Pillman will defeat Oni Lorcan without question. Oni Lorcan will take on Marcel Bartel matchup you can watch probably on NXT or NXT UK. I bet they've wrestled at least in a tag match, if not a singles. Uh, Christian versus Raven. Hmm. It's weird. I'm watching 2000 ECW and Raven is a babyface, which on its own is weird. And he's teaming with Tommy Dreamer and he's like playing to the crowd a little bit. He's got the um, you know, the, knee, the Mr. Wrestling 2 knee lifts and then he has a move where he takes out a handkerchief, he blows his nose into it, and then he wipes it in the face of his opponents. And Joey Styles has recently christened that the snot rag. 
And that's supposed to be a babyface move. And now I suppose the Nasty Boys at one point in their career, or multiple points, were babyfaces with the pit stop. But it's it's just weird. You know, I watching Raven, I thought I would like him more than I do. To the point where I have to give Christian the win. Captain Charisma defeats Raven. Uh, Raven will take on Okada. That'd be fun. Um, the model versus the gigolo. Oh, it's it's got to be the model. The heavenly bodies, you know, didn't get a lot of love in this tournament. Tough matchups for both of them. Uh, but props to the gigolo, the only wrestler uh, who really kind of sort of looks like my dad. Like, if you saw a picture of the champ, you'd be like, is that Jimmy Del Rey? It, there's some similarities there. Uh, Gigolo will take on Bullet Bob right out of smoke, a matchup fresh out of Smoky Mountain. And then we've got Big Bubba Rogers versus Two Cold Scorpio. Two Cold Scorpio is an innovator. Big Bubba maybe innovated. The guy in a suit bodyguard, I guess. Uh, Big Bubba will take on Masawa from Japan. Uh, Brian Pillman. I think this is loose cannon Brian Pillman. This is not flying Brian. Uh, loose cannon Brian Pillman versus Christian. Awesome match. Uh, the model versus Two Cold Scorpio. Awesome match. Good, Some good ones coming up. Coming up on future episodes by the book. Oh, speaking of a good match. Goldberg versus Triple H. Wow. That would be, that's the finals. Uh, if the New Age Insiders and Liam, if Jason and Liam did this tournament, or Eddie, I should say, his name is Eddie. Uh, if Jason and Eddie did this, if they ever podcasted again, um, it's been a few weeks. We don't want to talk about it. But um, this probably would be it. I think Triple H might win the Liam side, the Eddie side. Goldberg would clearly win the, the Maltov side. Where do I fall? While I didn't, like, I don't care for Triple H, I respect Triple H. I appreciate what he does and what he did. So I'm giving him the win. But I, I liked Goldberg more. And Goldberg is going to get squashed by Jinder Mahal. Just you wait. Just you wait. Uh, yeah. Uh, Triple H will win. Uh, Goldberg will take on Jinder. Uh, Kofi Kingston versus Snitsky. Clearly, that's Kofi. Snitsky will take on Tommaso Ciampa, which would be a really fascinating build to that match. That would be the... I feel like they should be teaming. Like, if you could, like... If Ciampa had, like, a stable, an all-time stable, he might go get Monster Snitsky. Like, I could see him being part of that, but that's an interesting matchup. Um, Bret Hart versus Vader. Oh. Tough. Tough choices made here. I got to go with Brett, obviously. Um, but, you know, again, shouldn't Brett and Vader be in my top 64? Shouldn't Brett definitely be in my top 64? Bitter Brett. Ruined everything. Uh, Vader <laughs> will take on Finn Balor. That'd be fun. That'd be a fun one. Uh, and then Ernie Ladd versus Eddie Guerrero. I, with all respect to the big cat, Eddie's got to win. Uh, and so Ernie Ladd will take on Bully Ray. Again, interesting matchup. Uh, Triple H versus Kofi and Bret Hart versus Eddie Guerrero. Easily again, like I said, potential WrestleMania main events. Either of those could have been a main event of a major pay-per-view. We got two pages to go. Uh, Murphy 
my man Murphy versus D'Lo Brown. I like D'Lo. Um, I, I like him more when I'm using him to annoy Chip. I think that's a given. Uh, Murphy's getting the win. Murphy is my guy. You know, 2014 was it that I wrote about him. I'm riding that train until the wheels fall off. Uh, D'Lo will take on stunning Steve Austin in the con- next consolation round. Uh, Shark Boy versus Sheamus. You know, I had a cool moment a few weeks ago, I think. I was watching Thunder, and I saw Shark Boy on Matt. I probably talked about it, actually. It was probably so long ago that I talked about it when I did the Shark Boy Manny Fernandez match. So I'm repeating myself. Um, but still, Sheamus has to win that. Shark Boy will take on Sonata. Shark Boy's got a rough road. Uh, Rikishi versus the Hurricane. I like them both. I, yeah, I think the Hurricane wins, but I like them both. Both very interesting characters, little character renaissance for either guy. Uh, Rikishi will take on Dirty Dutch Mantel. And then the Belfast Bruiser will defeat Booker T. I like Booker T, but the Belfast Bruiser. I almost this morning went back and watched one of his matches with Regal, just for fun, just because I could. Uh, Booker T will take on Luke Harper, which would be a fun match. So we've got Murphy versus Sheamus, and we've got the Hurricane versus the Belfast Bruiser, Fit Finley. Not pay-per-view main events. I guess Murphy versus Sheamus could have been at one point, uh, maybe, in an alternate universe. But still fun matches. Good paper. I'd watch both of those matches happily. All right, last page. Here we go. Meng is going to defeat Kerry Von Erich. Sorry, Kerry. Uh, your next opponent is Dolph Ziggler. Uh, Edge will, yeah, Edge will defeat the Taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan. I think I'm okay with that. Uh, Kevin Sullivan will take on the Mountie. Uh, Scott Steiner versus John Cena. I mean, come on, John Cena's got to win that. As much as I love Big Papa Pump, and I like the old Scott Steiner more, but still. Uh, Cena gets the win. Oh my goodness. It's meant to be. It is meant, this tournament was meant to be. Why, you ask? Are we getting Steiner Brother versus Steiner Brother? You bet your bippy we are. Scott Steiner versus Rick Steiner in the next round of the Constellations. Didn't plan it. Just happened to be that way. They were on different pages when this whole thing started through the fates of the tournament. Swear to Regal and Bo Dallas and my parents. Didn't plan that at all. But we're getting Steiner versus Steiner. Love when that love when that kind of thing happens. And then the Giant versus Amish Roadkill. Look, I know he's Amish, and I, he's one of my favorite parts of ECW, but the Giant was great. So I'm giving love to the Giant. Roadkill has a tough road to kill because his next opponent's Bam Bam. Bigelow, not Gordy. Uh, who knows what I'm going to decide there. All right. Uh, your matchup's here. Meng versus Edge. And John Cena versus The Giant. Not The Big Show, The Giant. I want 95, I want Skinny Big Show. Or Skinny Giant, who could drop kick and jump off the top rope versus John Cena. That'd be a whole lot of fun. Um, wonderful matchups here. Let's do a last minute check. Have we heard from Jeremy? Will he weigh in? Uh, he will not. Oh, he's typing. He's typing, he's typing. Do I stall? Do I pause? 
I, I don't think I can pause. Like, I don't think I can pause the thing. And I think I have to stall. Um, what a road it's been. Let me try to talk this out while I wait. Let me, let me try to talk this out. So I, I have a little note card here. So this is 65 to 192 round two. So if I wanted to finish on episode 64, which, which would make sense. If I wanted to finish this epic tournament with a perfect bracket number of 64 episodes, um, I have one, two, three, I have eight more. Can I finish everything I need to finish in eight episodes? I probably can. That's the easy part. Now, if I continue to release them weekly, that's the question. This episode that you're listening to right now is going to come out on November 17th, I think, unless I change things. So this one would be the 24th, and then there would be one, two, yeah. We would not finish, if I continued to do it weekly, we would not finish by the time 2020 ended. Does that matter to me? I don't know. Does that matter to me? I suppose it doesn't, truthfully. I suppose it doesn't matter to me. It would be done within a year. It could go into January. I don't see why not. Like, it doesn't need to end with a bow. So I think, yeah, we'll continue to do it weekly, and it will we'll end somewhere in the middle of January. It'll be a 10-month tournament um, by the time we finish. Wow. Wow, 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 as they say. Uh, Jeremy has stopped typing, which means he's either sending or he's thinking. So, do I end this episode and come back at the beginning of the next episode, and then I can give you Jeremy's notes? And if that's the case, have I just wasted all of our time installing? No, I didn't, because... I have an idea of what I want to do. I've made some decisions. I know there's eight more episodes. I think I can get everything done in that amount of time. So I think we're good. So in which case, I am going to turn the phone. I'm going to get rid of that. Uh, Jeremy, you'll have to wait until the next episode to hear Jeremy's picks on Junkyard Dog versus Scott Hall, Magnum TA versus William Regal, Arn Anderson versus Tracy Smothers, and Ted DiBiase versus Brock Lesnar. I am predicting... JYD, Magnum, Arn, Lesnar. And I would bet money on that. I'm not going to because I don't bet. I don't like to gamble. But I would put a bet on that if I had to. JYD, Magnum, Arn, Lesnar. When you hear this next episode next week, I'll record in just a few minutes. But when you hear it, a week will have gone by and you'll see if I'm right. JYD, Magnum, Arn, Lesnar. Uh, my name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Thank you for joining me on this episode. This chapter is closed. I'll see you the next time we go by the book. <laughs>